I can't. I'm the wrestler. I can't. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Season two of The Sweet Peaceful is officially underway. I'm your host, the crunchy Alex Curtis. Today I'm joined by the buttery Kelton Burns. Hello. <laughs> and the luscious Devin Luna. How's it going? All right. So it's been a couple weeks. I'd like to apologize for the episode that we missed. For everyone who was watching out for that, we were supposed to start last week. But here we are. Just needed a little extra time. A little extra time. A little extra time. Get things right. Nice prepare. And buttered up for you. Buttered up. Right you are, the buttery burns. Slow cooking this episode <laughs> for you. All right. Today for you guys, we've got a little bit of anime news coming at you. Got some new seasons that are starting. Got some new music that just came out recently we want to talk about. New shows and some new movies that are on the way. But before we dive into that, did you guys hear that the Ubisoft in Montreal <laughs> was swatted? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> apparently, they got a whole goddamn building yeah yeah yeah. literally dude apparently um somebody called in a false hostage situation at the ubisoft in montreal and it was a whole ordeal i guess all the like employees of ubisoft in montreal were all like on twitter they all had to get everybody in the building had to get debriefed like the entire workday was messed up they're still trying to figure out who called this in what the whole deal was, I was, man, sounded like a complete shit show. Also. That's fucked, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I've only heard of that ever happening on, like, a Twitch stream to, uh, you know, somebody who's streaming. But I guess people are just out here doing that to full companies. Dude, I've heard uh, that happened to a kid and he got killed. Yeah, it's Jesus. happened to multiple people. Yeah, they he, got killed. That shit's yeah, he thought, real. He thought someone was breaking into his house. So he grabbed his gun and was killed by SWAT. And he was just like uh, playing a video game on, on stream and shit. So he got killed on stream? Yeah, like he got swatted on stream and got killed. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I remember that a few years ago. That's insane. Swatting someone's dangerous. Yeah, no kidding. Don't be swatting people out there if you're listening. That's not a good way to go. Um, also, interestingly enough, and not surprising, I guess, uh, gaming during the pandemic, people have spent 25% more this time than they did last year in the same time. People have been spending way more money on games. Just thought that was a cool little fun fact. But anyway, I want to dive into the uh, Game of the Year nominations because those just came out. Kelton, you want to uh, you want to dive into this at all? You want to talk about any of these games? I know you played the year a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, let yeah. me hear. Let me pull that list real quick because one thing I thought was super interesting about this list was that uh, that game we covered—I don't remember how many episodes ago—but Hades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, that, yeah. Devin? I don't know if I. It remember was like that top one. down, had kind of an anime trailer, and it was like oh, a okay, yeah, dungeon yeah, yeah. crawler, but with like Greek gods. Mm -hmm. That game got nominated for like eight Game of the Year awards. Like, like most categories, that game got nominated for. Yeah, it's um, only second. It's only second to The Last of Us Part Two. That's the only one that got more nominations than that. Yeah, and I thought that was bonkers because like that game looked fun, and I remember me and Alex both commented on like, "Oh yeah, like this one looked like it would be a good game," um, but like I didn't expect it to make massive waves in the industry and become yeah, one yeah, of the best yeah. games of the year. So it's kind of one of those sleeper <laughs> hits. It's like up there with Ghost of Tsushima and like 
Animal Crossing and Last of Us and shit. Yeah, so yeah. I guess the Game of the Year nominations, let me just run through them like, since I just kind of did it. Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Last of Us Part Two. So Hades is the only one that's kind of like almost an indie caliber type game up there with the big dogs. So yeah, that's crazy. That's a big deal. Yeah, kind of wild. Uh, also, are either you guys into Animal Crossing? Like, do you guys, you, do you guys play that? I, I mean, personally, I'm like a massive Animal Crossing fan. Like, I've been playing it since uh, my junior year of high school when I, the, when I got my first job. The first thing I purchased was Animal Crossing 3DS, and yeah. so like, I've been playing it for years now. It's one of my favorite games, um, for sure. So mm-hmm. it's good to see that that game's getting so much um, reward attention or award attention. Yeah, that's. I mean, I just thought it was interesting. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what you do in that game. So I, I'm just. It's kind of funny that it was nominated for Game of the Year for me. So, oh, like, I mean, I'm not surprised <laughs> at all that it was nominated. It was definitely one of the top three games. It, I played it has this a year. really, yeah, really, really big following for sure. True. True. But before before we go on, one of the, one of the things I really like about Hades that I read about is um. Mm-hmm. So Hades is like a roguelike game, kind of like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, or whatever, where you die mm-hmm. a lot. But their easy mode, because uh, most of those games don't have difficulty settings, there's only one mode, and it's just you have to beat it or you're not going to beat it. But Hades okay. does have an, uh, an, a, a story mode, they call it, or something like that. And basically what that does is it doesn't make the game easier, um, per se, like bosses don't do less damage. But every right. single time that you die, you just get a little bit stronger. So like every time you die, maybe you get a 1% boost in all your stats. And like oh, I thought... And I thought that was really good because it's like you can like you still have to ram your head against the boss and die a ton, but eventually the tables will tip in your favor and you'll be able to get past it. Or and because of that setting, I guess you're gonna get past it at your comfortable level, you know? Because like you're gonna yeah. be, it's still gonna be a challenge. You're just gonna be a little bit comfier. Totally. You know how back in the day we were talking about like uh, little tricks that video game developers do to make you feel like you're good at the game. <laughs> like i think so yeah. like where the yeah well what if they do that with the the deaths because i feel like there are certain games where i'll play it but i don't feel like i'm getting any better at the boss battle well, but i feel like we, the boss uh, battle gets easier yeah we did discuss mm. that but uh I, I don't know if it they necessarily make the players stronger every time but i do know that game developers will make the, the the fight easier and so like every time you die you start getting it starts getting easier and easier and easier and it was kind of funny i was playing uh modern warfare 2 the the remaster Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing that over the last month and it's really clear nice. that game does not have that setting because when I'm playing campaign, I'll run in, die, run in, die, run in, die. And it's exactly the same way I'm dying. And that is kind <laughs> of like, that made me notice, oh wow, this would not be happening in a modern Call of Duty campaign remake or a modern, mm. not remake, just a modern Call of Duty. Because if I died enough times, the game would just lube me up a little bit to slide through the level and make <laughs> yeah. it a little bit easier um, so I'm not getting so pissed off um, and enjoying the experience more. But then at yeah. the same time, if I um, was to go in fresh and I was really good at Call of Duty, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, this game's way too fucking easy because it is mm-hmm. challenging. But it's always a big it's, uh, it's, good. it's a big slap in the face mm-hmm. when you do die so many times to a boss and then that special little uh, notification pops up, change difficulty. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, no. I'm yeah, not. dude. Yeah, um, yeah. They're like, let's make this easier for you. You seem like you need it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, like, literally, I was watching the final cutscene up until I came in here to record for uh, Spider-Man yeah. Miles Morales. So I just finished that final boss fight in that game, 100% of that game. And um, 
that boss fight, I was starting to get a little fucking pissed off. Um, <laughs> like, I eventually did do it, and I didn't. I only died once, but, like, it was just dragging on. And I'm not a big fan of boss fights that have more than three stages, because I guess I call me a fucking traditionalist, but I, like... No, three is Three, three is, is like, you know, like, you go, through, like, you go through the first stage, you're like, all right, second stage, all right, and the third, you're like, this is the final one, and then when it starts fourth and fifth stage, you're like, okay, buddy, what is this a JRPG? I don't know what's going on right now. It's <laughs> fucking anime final fight? Like, I just want to be done now. I don't want to keep doing this, like... Like, oh, Legend boy. of Zelda, I'm pretty sure, like, all those old school games, it was always three... It's okay, always three. three times. It's a law. <laughs> Dude, I can't remember, break that law. I remember I was playing this game called Sunset Overdrive, and it's an Insomniac Games uh, Xbox One exclusive. And I really hope it comes to PlayStation someday so, like, my friends on PlayStation can play it. But it's one of those rare Xbox One exclusives that I thought was, like, one of the best games I ever played. And it's really fucking chaotic. It's the people who made Spider-Man. It's funny enough that I just beat that one. But, like... You're fighting this boss, and you beat him, you take down a second stage, and he literally is like, you thought this was a fucking over? This is a video game, bitch. I'm on my third stage. And he, like, starts fucking <laughs> screaming. And, oh, like, it fits, it fits into that game so well, because that game, like, is really, like, fourth wall breaky, very self-aware. But, yeah, Sunset Overdrive is fantastic if anyone ever wants to try that game out. Awesome. Definitely. Mental note that. Um, Kelton, I wanted to ask you, man, since we're... Just a little ways out now since the PS5s have launched. Um, how are you feeling? I know you got one. I know you've been fucking jiving on that. What are your thoughts? Well, most recently I just painted the panels black, um, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. probably I realized afterwards because PS5s have been having some issues, okay? I hate to admit it because <laughs> I'm a fucking fanboy, but they've been having some issues, especially with Spider-Man. Spider-Man Remastered, people have been fucking... I bet apparently when like I heard some shit about if you're if you're playing Spider-Man Remastered and you put your fucking PS4 into rest mode, um, it can brick the console. And um, aside from that, <laughs> aside from fuck, uh, yeah, aside from breaking your fucking that's like console, a super common thing to do too. Like when you're playing a game, is put it in rest mode. That's common. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. Awful. So I, when awful. I leave the house, I turn the motherfucker off because the shit scares the fuck out of me. But yep. I fucking spray painted it black and I was like thinking about it. I was like, fuck, I probably just voided the warranty. So if this thing bricks and I send it in, they're probably gonna be like, motherfucker, you painted the shit black. We're not paying for your stuff. But then Devin brought up the fucking <laughs> bombshell idea, paint the motherfuckers white again. So I was Who like, thought? word, that's what I'll do if it breaks. So yeah, I was like playing Spider-Man yesterday and it fucking whole system crashed. Could not turn the console on for 10 minutes. Press power what? button, nothing happened. Power button, nothing happened. And then I looked it up online, and someone's like, just let it, just let it chill out for a while, and it'll turn back on. Because I was like, fuck, I just bricked this motherfucker. I need to go buy white oh, spray paint. Oh no! Um, but uh, <laughs> but then I, I let it chill out. I went and I fucking I chilled out. Came back, turned it on, and I was like, maybe I'll, I'll hold off on Spider Man. But then I was like, fuck it, no, I want to finish this game. So I just started kept playing, and I, nice. I haven't had any issues since. But um, in terms of first impressions. Um, obviously all PS5s come pre-installed with Astro's Playroom, I think it's called, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a tech demo, really, for the controller and show you off the graphics, but it's also a love letter to PlayStation. The whole game takes place inside a PS5, so you, like, go into the cooling jets, which is, like, cooling springs, and it's all oh, fucking, what? like, sand. You go into, like, the motherboard CPU, and it's, like, jet engine, and you're fucking riding rockets and stuff, but the controller, That's actually really man, cool. What the hell? Oh, yeah, it is definitely cool. And there's all these, like, little uh, nods to old PlayStation. Like, you pick up all these old PlayStation relics from, like, every era of PlayStation. They're, they're, they're kind of collectible. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I heard one reviewer saying he got emotional. Uh, I was kind of poking fun <laughs> at that when I was playing with my brother. I was like, I'm not getting emotional when I find a PS2 <laughs> controller in the sand. 
But uh, <laughs> that um, nostalgia, not pulling at your heartstrings, man. Yeah, Come on. like every time I found like a play, PS3 like, like move controller and Scout's like, "You're gonna cry." Um, but like <laughs> uh, the tech demo, like dude, feeling the triggers, it's literally like magic. Like one second, it's just a normal fucking like. Ne- there's no resistance. Next second, like you maybe like you're walking against sand. All the buttons start kind of fighting against you, and you can feel what? it. And you can feel the sand running across your hands, like like vibration and like. When I was playing Spider-Man, there's a lot of, like, he has a lot of electricity powers, and feeling like the little rumbles of electricity, like deep within the controller as they start building up and kind of like running down the insides of your palms, it's fucking so weird. Um, there, one game I don't like it on is Fortnite. It seems like the implement implementation of it is a little bit weird. Like, yeah. So like, and it's hard to explain, but like Call of Duty does it, but a little bit better. You'll like pull the trigger down and let's say you pull it down one fifth. There's no resistance for that first one fifth. But then when you like a, like a gun, I guess is the fucking point there. But then once you hit where you're, you're going to unload the bullet, you can feel like a chunky, like clip as you, as you like, I don't know, dude, it's just weird. It feels like there's like a little fucking balloon or something inside there. (laughs) It's really fucking wacky. Um, but when Fortnite, when it's really quick and you're just like building and switching back and building and shooting and like, I don't know, it starts to fuck me up because I'm not expecting resistance and I don't yeah. want resistance. I just want everything to be going as quickly as possible. And like is it, building is it doesn't an have optional? resistance. Can you like turn it off? You can turn it if you off want to. completely. And I don't okay. want to have to completely turn it back yeah. on. So I just yeah. leave it on. And I'm like, fuck, I just, I, I, this is the next gen. I just need to get used to it. Because like in every other game, I really enjoy it, especially in like Spider-Man. But like, um... Overall, uh, I'm going from the PS4 Pro to the PS5, so graphic-wise, it's l- kind of feels about the same coming off like Red Dead 2 and Last of Us 2. Both both those games look look next-gen. They're fucking some of the best-looking games of all time. So oh, totally, totally. that's kind of where we're at, I would feel, with the rest of the games on PS5. I haven't tried Demon's Souls yet, but mm-hmm. I would compare... Miles Morales, as well as Astro's Playroom, as well as uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the graphic, I would compare them to uh, what 4K upscaling looks like on yeah. PS4 Pro. Nice. Okay. I think that's also because we're at that weird uh, like time slot where it's just a bridge between the generations. Exactly. So right, as right. we get later on sure into in, the PS5. Yeah, I'm sure in five years when they have unlocked the 8K character, we'll be, uh, <laughs> we'll be flying. Totally, yeah. totally. Well, uh, speaking of... Black Ops Cold War, man. I wanted to get into that just a little bit because we played the shit out of it when Zombies released on Thursday night. We did. Yeah, man. You guys went hard. I had to go to work. These boys were playing all fucking day. (laughs) Yeah, me and Kelton were playing until like 4 or 5 in the morning, something like like that. It was like 35-hour sesh. Me and Alex look in the mirror. Both our eyes are bloodshot. (laughs) (laughs) Might have been a little bit too long, but, you know, (laughs) for the Zombies... I'm willing to sacrifice for the zombies. I mean, that's what we were saying. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, I was really, really enjoying the zombies mode, and honestly, I was having quite a bit of fun in the multiplayer. Um, kind of happy that there's no more of the uh, what they had like wall running and like the boosted oh, yeah. jumps in the pat in a couple of the past Black Ops. I can't remember. I don't know if they had it in Black Ops Four, but they definitely did in Black Ops Three. Um, so I'm, I was glad to see that that wasn't a thing. Uh, the whole like vehicles thing. I don't know. What, what were you guys feeling? I I I was not excited about it at first, but as we played, it didn't feel too bad. It actually felt kind of cool. 
Yeah, and it's kind of cool that you get to choose. It's not something that you have to go into and right. be in the vehicle matches. You can go into the core game modes and shit. Yep. But yeah, I've been having fun on it, dude. And I think a part of that is because I didn't play the last couple Call of Duty games, so mm-hmm. it's like more fresh to me now. Totally. More fun. Totally. And I was I'm, really digging the zombies. Yeah, I'm with Devin on that one. Uh, as far as multiplayer goes, I'm not that big into Call of Duty multiplayer anymore. I, I'd had my time in high school and middle school where I was like really, that really like, that was my main my main thing every day. Yeah. yeah. But like uh, for multiplayer, there's nothing I don't like, which I like. There's nothing that I'm like upset by. It just feels mm-hmm. like uh, Call of Duty Black Ops multiplayer kind of reminds me of Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2. There are a couple things that, like, the lobbies still need to be ironed out and stuff because we are having trouble, like, connecting oh, yeah. to each other and shit yeah. like that. And, uh, I don't know, the maps, I feel like they could have they they hit a little harder. selection of maps, I felt. Yeah. Because, I don't yeah. know if you guys have, I've played a couple missions of the campaign already, and there's been a whole bunch of times where I'm running through an area and I'm like, why is this not in the multiplayer? Why are they not using this as a map? I, okay, they yeah, have but you have to think about who's making this game, Activision Blizzard, and they're the most one of the most money hungry studios ever. And the fucking battle, the season pass is the season one season pass. So you oh bet your ass God. there's going to be a fuckload of map microtransaction fucking packs for the, and that they're waiting to pump out, you know? And people are hungry wow. for them because there's not a lot of maps. So, like, there's going to be multiple seasons of fucking content that we're going to get, you know? Because, like, everyone's about seasons now. So I, I'm sure we're going to get some more maps. <laughs> everyone's about seasons if now. We're gonna, if we want to flip over to zombies, zombies has, like, like, I don't know. Okay, like, the World War II zombies, those obviously were not Treyarch zombies. And uh, and. I, I didn't really like it that much. I, I bought four maps. And I only ever played one or maybe two. And then fucking, um, I remember like in, uh, ghosts, there was like annihilation or something where it was aliens. Oh yeah. And then I like, didn't get into that. <laughs> and then there's been other ones where they're just like, obviously new spins on zombies and they've never really like, I'm always playing and I'm like, man, I wish, I wish I was playing real zombies. And then real zombies became so fucking crazy and stupid that I didn't like that anymore. So I was kind of like, oh, man, like I'm a bitter old man who just wants things to go back to how they were. And then <laughs> this, this, though, I was hoping for it to go back to where, how it was. But it seems like they went just enough back, but changed things. And I don't I'm not the one to say whether or not this is better than how it was before. But yeah. I wouldn't say it's worse. And I don't have any complaints. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. I so agree. I'm enjoying it. Um, one thing uh, in the zombies mode, you know, uh, one of my coworkers, I was talking to him about it. He expressed kind of like distaste for having loadouts in the game, which we all on a previous episode, we all expressed some distaste for having loadout and zombies because we all like the whole start with a pistol. You have to buy a gun off the wall if you want yes, a better traditional. gun. Yeah. Traditional. Um, one thing I think they did really well that kind of like kind of balanced that out, you know, like, so, so, cause he, his concern when I was talking to my, my coworker, he was like, he's like, man, he's like, it just, it just seems lame that, you know, once you play enough and you've leveled up and you, you can upgrade your gun and get enough attachments that you just start the game with this fucking super OP gun. And, and I was like, ah, eh, like that's kind of true. Right. But, but the whole system of the weapon tiers, how they let you upgrade, like, 
the fucking weapon tiers and like how no matter what your loadout gun is always going to be the common tier so it's always going to be the lowest tier yeah um, mm-hmm. so you still have to level it up in that aspect i didn't realize that until i did go to the armor station mm-hmm. and then i i'd already pack a punch my gun so i was like oh it's already max yeah and then yeah, i go yeah. to the armor station and it has options to upgrade the damage further yep. and i noticed and I like, oh, okay to just get my my starter gun up to uh what's the second final epic epic legendary I don't know, but to get it to epic, to get enough of those gears, that took me upwards of like 30 rounds sometimes. Yeah, yeah it takes a long that's time. Ridiculous. Another long thing time. I, I kind of like about the loadouts is the fact that they, uh, it's cross, I don't know how to even word it, but you level up your gun in all the game modes you play. Yeah. Like if you yeah, play in yeah. zombies, it'll level up your gun in multiplayer. Universal. So the f- Yeah. So the <laughs> fact that I can choose my loadout and choose the gun I want to level up, That'll totally. benefit my multiplayer experience, then I'm chill with that. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, I want to talk about this new game coming out from Ubisoft, actually. Funny enough, we talked about Ubisoft earlier. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising is mm-hmm. kind of an action adventure game, third person mode. Kind of looks like a more, uh, I don't know, cartoony type Assassin's Creed. Got some Breath of the Wild vibes going in there. Uh, you play Phoenix, who's like just a demigod, I guess, and you're trying to bring back the ancient Greek gods from, I mean, they've been defeated by Typhon, apparently, who is, who is this fucking dude that you got you to level up, get stronger, and you got to kill Typhon. So this game is looking super cool, man. What did you guys think about this? This game. This game is on my Christmas list. My mother asked me what I wanted. I said one game. This game. So, uh, nice. kind nice. of funny. This game is a, it's like a hybrid between Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed. Um, it reminds me of Fable, too. It does with the cartoony style. I can see where you're coming yeah. from with that. But mm-hmm. uh, when I heard that, um, this was before I've had, I, I heard about Genshin Impact or played at Genshin Impact. So I was like, man, I haven't played Breath of the Wild in forever. I want to play another Breath of the Wild clone. And, like, mm-hmm. playing Genshin Impact actually changed my opinion on this because I was like, maybe I don't want to play knockoff Breath <laughs> of the Wild because, you know, it's like drinking watered-down version of something really good. And that's yeah, kind of why yeah, I yeah. quit Genshin Impact. I was playing it, I was really enjoying it, but I was like, man, overall, this is kind of like a microtransaction-packed Breath of the Wild that holds your hand. Like, yeah. one of the things I really enjoy about Breath of the Wild, and I hope this game has as well, but I doubt it, is that um, it kind of just throws you into the world and it's kind of like do whatever you want. And, like, yeah, I really yeah, enjoy yeah. that, like, that Minecraft almost feeling where it's, like, hey, you have, like, these rough goals, but you know what? Do whatever you want. Like, it's your, it's your, it's your place. And, there, and then one of the totally. things that I have heard that this Immortals game has is that, um, similar to Breath of the Wild, is that when you're roaming around the world, you're like, oh, what's that over there? That looks cool. And you go over there, and it's something. And it's something cool. And then you're, like, look over on the horizon. You're like, what's that over there? That looks cool. And you go over nice. there. And I've, and it starts snowballing like that. Nice. I love that. I love that feeling. That's what got me so like enthralled in Breath of the Wild was the fact that I would have a main quest, but I'd just be so busy going from point to point <laughs> to point to point of interest. I was just having fun doing that for I, hours. I remember playing like Oblivion and maybe Fallout 3 where like there'd be a mission, but I'd be like, uh, it was kind of like more of when I was getting used to and like learning open world games. I was like, what if I just walk in that direction for a really long time? And like, what if, what if I just go find? And I know some people play open world games like that. Um, I guess sadly, I, I don't really do that anymore. I, I try to like, but like, I guess my strategy would be like, I have the main quest and I'll finish all the side quests available, do the main quest. That'll unlock more side quests, finish all the side quests available, do the main quest. And that's kind of how I approach most games now. Yeah. But yeah. like, 
something cool about open world games is that you can just go off on your own. Yep. Yep. It's that that's that true open world feel, man. Yeah, and Breath of the Wild just promotes that so heavily and rewards you for doing it. And, like, you never go into an area where you're like, oh, my God, I'm out of my fucking depth here. I need to go back and do missions. It's like, <laughs> you just keep going. Um, That's and awesome. I'm hoping that this comes. This is in Immortals Phoenix. It looks really good. Um, from It I've, already has a fact that it's not a gotcha game going for it. Yeah, really nice there. Nice, that it's a one-time nice. purchase. It does have some DLC coming to it. But uh, I've heard nice. people that have played it uh said it scratched that breath of the wild itch so i'm um, hoping to hoping to enjoy fuck that yeah. on christmas hopefully fuck yeah i am very excited for it that's coming out december 3rd so that's i mean that's real soon like it's right around the corner real soon out. also yeah. something that's happening real soon the new world of warcraft expansion shadowlands is coming out i think we're four days out i believe it's scheduled for november 23rd uh, i know you guys don't play wow so not much to talk about for that, but it is worth noting that this is the first expansion pack that they're going to be pushing levels lower rather than going higher. The last expansion, the level cap was 120. In this new expansion, they're bringing the level cap down to 60, and everybody got level squished down to level 50 if you were at max level. So, kind of weird. There's a lot of big changes that they're bringing, kind of like things that they're bringing back from the way that the game used to be. I think they kind of took notes from the release of WoW Classic and decided that they needed to adjust the current state of the game to have a couple things from the older versions. So, Dude, I did appreciate how this trailer uh, is not cinematic and it shows that the game still has PS2 graphics. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was thinking that too. I was like, wow, they really, is this not anticipated enough for them to do a big budget trailer? (laughs) They do have a big budget trailer, but it's been out for a year. Uh, so this one was more recent, more applicable because it showed like, uh, actual, like we spent, we spent the wild WoW classic money on that trailer. We can't do it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking yeah. of wild WoW classic. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, wild WoW classic was like a, a relaunch of the vanilla. Wow. But like, yep. what, is that game? I heard that game's about to get its final like, uh, thing. And is it going into the next expansion after that? Is it just going to become its like own little thing to exist? Uh, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. The speculation is that they're definitely going to make the next expansion, which would be the burning crusade, which is actually, I'm extremely excited for because that's when 2v2, 3v3 and 5v5 arena are introduced into the game historically that happens in that expansion so that is super exciting for me because that's my favorite fucking pvp in any game ever um but there is speculation that they might just make uh classic plus content meaning after they release the final patch that i heard about historically yeah they're gonna maybe make new content that's never been seen and wasn't in the original vanilla wow and they're gonna make it for wow classic remnants of things that were planned for wild classic but got scrapped for burning crusade i don't know yeah like they recently (laughs) announced uh, i don't know about any of this this is now this is more related to your sphere of knowledge but modern warfare 2 just recently got uh, announced it's gonna remaster uh it's multiplayer and release next year and like i'd fucking take this shit with a grain of salt because i feel like we've been hearing that for fucking five years or something Um, (laughs) oh yeah but like, and last time they made a statement about it, they're like, we don't want to make Modern Warfare 2 remastered because it'll split the player base because too many players are, are going to go to this game. And I thought that was just <laughs> them saying, Modern Warfare 2 doesn't have microtransactions, so we can't benefit from everyone going and playing this game. Uh, <laughs> but like, would you want them um, 
to release the remaster with all the map packs the like the two map packs included or would you want them to wait like however long they waited when Modern Warfare 2 came out to release the map packs oh my fucking god no i would i would want it all now all now mm-hmm. interest on day <laughs> well actually i don't know i guess i guess you could look at it uh, another different way is like it could be too much all at once mm-hmm. and if you want to try and get back into the game it might get right. old you want, quicker you want, yeah you want more of a limited and I bet from yeah. their perspective, they're like, let's charge for these map packs more money. <laughs> it's only microtransactions in that game. They could add loot crates or some shit. Dude, if they if did they Modern did, Warfare 2, they could. People would be so pissed off, dude. dude it's like it's the same game, but now there's way loot too crates. Rampant, man. That shit's in like <clears throat> so many games right now, man. Like, everybody's doing that shit. Good God. We don't need more of that. Not. I'm a gambling man, so I kind of enjoy it, but at the same time, <laughs> fucking hate it. Dear Yo, I enjoy, I enjoy it when it's like they have, uh, you know, like a decent, you know, like not too big of a pool of things that you can win, man. You know, like I, I was really enjoying oh, yeah. it in Apex Legends, but I got fucking pissed when they just keep adding more and more things that you can win from the it's loot like, crates. They add yeah, entire new banners. categories, dude. <laughs> They're like, oh, you can win voice lines from the loot crates now. Like, what, bitch? Like- that was Overwatch <laughs> with me, and, and you, I would I would spend so much money on loot crates, and then half of them I'd open would just be sprays for my characters that I yeah. don't fucking play. Like, shit that you don't care about. It's like, man, like, let's, I don't know, let's maybe try to keep it more streamlined to the things that players actually fucking want, but I, I don't know, that's just a wild concept. Dude, in Overwatch, it used to be even worse because you could... Uh, open a loot crate and get shit you already had, and it would just give you a tiny amount of currency instead. <laughs> oh Dude, they took God. that away after enough complaints. Yeah, that shit was so stupid. That makes sense. That's that's a horrible model. Holy hell, duplicates are uh, dumb. God. Anyway, moving on. The last game that I want to talk about was Chris Tales, a new turn-based JRPG. It's coming out. It's like two D animation. Looks almost. I really like the style of this. Yeah, it's really yeah. pretty. Cool art. Um, it was supposed to come out today or no, not today. Uh, November 17th is when it was supposed to be released originally, and now it is being pushed back to early 2021. Um, this game, the reason I want to talk about it was because I just thought it looked super interesting with what they are doing with it. So it's basically like you have the past, present, and future. And at certain points of the game, at least during the gameplay trailer that we watched, you could see all three sections on your screen while you're moving throughout an environment. Like you, like you arrive right around your character is the present, but then the, the screen is kind of slashed in two different places. And on the left, you see the past of where, of like the area that you're moving to or moving through. And then the right, you see the future of the area that's around you and you're moving to and from like, et cetera, et cetera. And apparently all your, decisions or whatever like impact the future and you can go back and change things in the past to change what's there in the present and weird kind of i don't know weird kind of stuff like that what you guys what what were you guys thoughts on that i don't know they didn't i guess they didn't tease too much at it for me to like understand how Mm -hmm. they're gonna like implement that in the game totally totally feel you i mean yeah sounds pretty cool i just thought it sounded interesting like i don't know i feel like i haven't seen that in, in in a game like where you have all you can see all three past, present, future on your screen at the same time. 
like I, I feel like I've played games where they have something where you can go back in time or you can go into the future and do things like that. But I, I feel like I haven't seen one where it's like they have all three on the screen at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah, thought it sounded super wild. Also thought, Kelton, you might be, might be interested since you do like turn-based JRPGs. But, you know, who knows? This shit reminds me of like old indie games I used to play. So I don't know. And, and the art style alone is something that would like, I'd play this just for the art style. Yeah. So you, cool. you said this game was delayed into 2021? Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention before we move on is that fucking uh, Ratchet and Clank was uh, finally given a release window in the first half of 2021, and Horizon uh, Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, is in the second mm-hmm. half of 2021. Oh, damn. Damn. Were those, were those pushbacks, or were the, are those just official they were, release They dates? were just kind of like up in the air, kind of like, Ratchet and Clank will be around the launch of the PS5, and now it's been <laughs> specified first half 2021. Okay. Damn, first half of 2021? That could be like... All right. That could be as late as like games. March or April, man. Like, yeah. who knows? Man, that kind of sucks. I was, yeah. I was kind of bummed about not getting a PS5, but now I'm like, I guess I don't need it really. Yeah, I mean, honestly, bro, like I think I think you're in you're good, man. Like the, there's there's bugs to work out. There's, you know, people are having problems with their systems. You know, like we said, the freaking the Black Ops lobbies were having issues. Like there's Dude. issues all around with things right now. So today they announced the numbers. Um, some shit like PS5 sold 111 million units across the world, and Xbox One That's Series or Xbox Series X sold 21 millions across the world. Both sold out. Oof. Wait, so PlayStation? Wait. Did you say 100 and something million PlayStation? Like 110 or 111 million, something like that. And then the Xbox, and the Xbox Series Xbox X was 20? down at 21 million. But the, they, holy shit, they both sold out their uh, stock. So. <laughs> Get fucked though. I mean, because I, I thought it's funny. Xbox, Xbox made an announcement. <laughs> Xbox made an announcement that was like, "This is the biggest launch in history." And then, meanwhile, Sony's like 111 million, bro. <laughs> Chuckles <laughs> in PlayStation <laughs> more, more than five times your amount. Most of that um, inventory though was sold in Japan. Still though, like, which I makes know. sense, you know. Sony's a Japanese developer. It does. It does. It also Pretty makes soon. sense because, like, who the fuck's gonna buy? Uh, and Xbox, when most people have PCs, like a lot of gamers have PCs, and Xboxes are like just getting really close to PCs now. So I saw a picture of an Xbox Series X sitting on the shelf in Japan, just sitting there. Uh, and then like at work today, uh, I mean, I feel bad about this. Okay, like if you have an Xbox, if you're an Xbox dude, like that's sick. Like, uh, you know, like it's all love. We just play games to enjoy them. But like this dude. <laughs> This dude came up to me today, and he's like, oh, Xbox is releasing today at noon. I think I'm going to get one, bro. And he was, like, obviously, like, hyped on it, you know, because, like, he knows that I'm really big into, like, this stuff. And, and I'm, uh, I could I had such a hard time feigning excitement, <laughs> bro. Like, I kind of looked at him like, dude, like, I wish I could help you out um, and show you the light, buddy. Like, yeah, you probably will get one. You, yeah. I oh, think no. you will I, get one. I wish I could show you the light, For all buddy. the wrong reasons. Um. I thought it was interesting. Xbox technically has a little bit more power, but I was looking at load times, and PS5 beats it in some games, like, by two seconds sometimes. Which, you know, two seconds, but it's, like, four seconds versus six seconds, you know? Yeah. Which, overall, dude, the load times in Spider-Man are nuts, dude. Like, you know how, like, sometimes you're like, oh, I could quick travel over there, but I'm close enough to where I could just, like, go go over there probably faster than the fucking loading screen? No. Not in this game, bro. (laughs) Quick travel? You're there, dude. Like... PS5 Damn. doesn't even have the fucking, like, in Spider-Man, uh, the first one, when you quick travel, you're in a subway on your phone or whatever, like, yeah, it shows you a little yeah. cutscene. 
they don't have those enabled on PS5. You have to go in the settings and enable them yourself because oh there's not God. enough fucking time to see them. Like, the screen goes black and then bam, you're in. Like, it's nuts. Damn. That's super sick, honestly. What the hell? That's wild. All right. So moving out of the game category onto anime, and I'm super excited. Attack on Titan, the final, or maybe not the final, who knows, but it's said to be the final. Season four is releasing on December 7th, man. December fucking 7th. I'm fucking so hyped for this, man. The trailer looks fucking sick. It looks wild. Ah, man, if, if you're an Attack on Titan fan, you gotta, I mean, you gotta know. Be prepared. December 7th, this shit's coming. Crunchyroll and Funimation, both gonna be streaming it December 7th. Man, are you guys excited for this? What do you guys think? What's going on? I haven't even, I haven't even gotten past the first episode of... Oh, wait, no. Second episode of Attack Excuse on Titan. Excuse me, Devin? Uh, season 1 of Attack on Titan is one of my favorite seasons of all anime I've ever seen. Um, and I'm getting through season 2 right now. Um, but yeah, this is going to be the end because the manga has ended. Okay, well... I don't uh, know how, this trailer looked fucking insane. It's raining Titans at one point or some yeah. shit. I was like, holy yeah. fuck. But yeah, like, Attack on Titan is so fucking good, man. I know it's good. I know it has a big following and stuff, dude. You don't oh, even you shit. haven't even seen Bad Hunter vibes. X Hunter, bro. <laughs> yeah, Hunter 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 was uh, hyped up too much for me. So when I when I went in, I got let down because I had dude so much seen expectations. Hunter, dude hasn't seen Attack on Titan. Dude is a fucking shame to the anime community. God damn it, Devin. Whatever, right, dude. I've seen I've seen some Naruto, bro. That's like right, that's like saying I'm McDonald's of anime. <laughs> You like burgers? I fucking love McDonald's, dude. I've seen Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, so. <laughs> One piece. I'm pretty much a massive anime fan at this point. <laughs> oh, man. Well, honestly, bro, I really recommend you watching Attack on Titan. Especially if you like, I don't know, if, you, if you're a fan of just like brutal shit going down in anime and like really cool action scenes like good fight scenes it's good honestly like the characters the character development like all around it's a fucking good anime like it's not i don't think attack, attack on titan is overhyped like i don't think that's an overhyped show like it's fucking really good um definitely i kind of put off watching it for a while because the titans fucking made me cringe man like they're fucking, that's that's they're so what happens with me bro. dude should, i don't like it it gives me bad vibes every time i watch it yeah that Kelton, you're absolutely right, man. Like that, they should, they should. They're fucking terrifying. They're fucking eating people. And then when you get later into the show and you find out the twists and you find out more of the history of the Titans, it just fucking gets better and better and better, man. It's fucking good. It's really fucking good. It's one of those that's on my backlog for sure, bro. Put it on the front log. Get it out nah, of the backlog. Dude. Put it on the fucking front log. Put it in the front, dude. Take that log. Put it in the front. Watch that shit, man. It's fucking good. Guarantee it. Another anime, super fucking good. That the part two of season two is coming out. Re Zero, starting life in another world. Oh my fucking god, man! I don't think either of you guys have watched this yet. But for anybody listening, nope. Re Zero, <laughs> man, definitely one of my favorite animes. Probably this year, like this entire year. That shit just had me, just had me hooked, man. Had me hooked the whole way through. Shit's fucking sick. Kelton, have you put any... I, I, no. I remember you said that uh, people were recommending it to you. Have it's you been thought on the more about for like watching this? two years. Like two years? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, man, gotta say, 
think you'll really like it, even though you uh, say that you hate isekais. At this point, I don't even think, like, I wouldn't consider this an isekai, even though, like, at the start, it is. It definitely becomes not fucking, <laughs> not that, dude. Like, it becomes irrelevant. But anyway, super excited for that. Man, what did you guys think of the fucking, the fan-made Animal Crossing trailer? Little teaser for, <laughs> so apparently a fan just wanted to make an Animal Crossing teaser, and they did, and I thought it was fucking adorable. Anyone for a, listening? For a TV show. Yeah, yeah, for a potential TV show. Like, and it's already getting hundreds of thousands of views, like, so I, I feel like My there's potential there. My main issue with this, uh, well, Animal Crossing doesn't have a story, <laughs> so. They don't speak, it would be subbed, it'd have to be subbed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the little no teaser story. was subbed. I mean, they could make a story, dude. You, yeah. they made. Okay, they yeah, made a Bob Kirby TV show, Sonic TV shows. All those were video games, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, mean they a... did have stories, but still, <laughs> games with stories were made into to shows. Okay, this thing doesn't have this... a story, though. Yeah, but this would definitely It'd be, be like, like an family friendly. Fishing. This would be like a family-friendly kind of like maybe like on the on the side of a kids show. Did you guys thing. ever watch the Kirby TV show? I'm having vivid flashbacks. I, watched the, I just unlocked I watched a memory I had. I watched the Mario Brothers cartoon growing up. <laughs> You've watched the Kirby TV show and haven't watched Hunter. There was Hunter. a Kirby yeah. like 3D hey, what's TV the show. I haven't even seen Hunter Hunter. Says he likes anime. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, the Kirby TV show is my favorite fucking anime, dude. <laughs> Number one anime Kirby TV show. Check it out. All right, man. Moving on, though. A couple of movies I want to talk about that are, that are about to come out. Oh, my God. I can't even start this without laughing. Holy shit. All right. All right. This shit, dude. First of all, I want to talk about the movie called Iron Mask. Okay. okay. What the fuck was, was this, okay. dude? I was watching these trailers at work. Like, I set up my, uh, I set up my phone next to my, the conveyor belt that I sort packages on. Yeah. Trailer came on. I just stopped what I was doing and started missing all my all my packages because I was just staring at, at the, my screen like, what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> I uh, didn't understand this trailer at all. I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Who's the protagonist in this? You got colonial pirate Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, what? Just <laughs> <laughs> Terminator Pirate Man versus an old man Jackie Chan. I feel like this movie will probably be big in China. Maybe, man. Who knows, dude? The it's thing just... cut around so much, though. I I literally couldn't figure out who was the main character. There's yeah, well, a dude wearing an iron mask. Big so reveal. I he was. Arnold Schwarzenegger takes off the mask at some point. <laughs> that seemed to be. Oh, that wait, seemed so... to be a twist at the end. So he's the iron mask. Oh my god. Good god, man. I this just looks hilarious, dude. I I, I don't even. Didn't don't he really use his beard as like a as like a tool at one point? I. <laughs> I was I don't even I don't know, know what the fuck man. happened in half of this trailer. It would like show part of a story and then it just cut back to him and Jackie Chan fighting. <laughs> and then it was just him and Jackie Chan fighting the whole fucking time. Holy hell, dude. I was like, wow, I already know I've already seen half of this movie. Yeah. The half no, the movie I... is that fight. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Who knows? Maybe, man. Dude, who knows? That's just, it just looks ridiculous. I don't really even have anything else to say about it other than it looks ridiculous. <laughs> and it's just got to be What's it called? Fuck. Iron Mask. Iron Mask. Just Iron yeah. Mask? Yeah. Uh, Look forward to it, guys. Yeah. 
<laughs> Where did this come from? Is this not stemming from anything else? Expected like to make waves at the Oscars. It's its own separate entity. It's its own thing. I get, I dude, I guess, dude. I don't. It's Iron Mask, bro. What do you mean? Because this kind of feels weird for them to just pull out of their ass. I don't know. Um, let's see. Man, I don't know. It might be like a sequel to to something else here that I'm seeing. Bro, this know. movie initially already released last year in Russia only. In Russia only. And then those I, lucky Russians, they got to see this and I didn't. It's called DIY 2 Journey yeah, to I think China. It was re- I think it was released in fucking uh, the Philippines as well, dude. Bro, this, so this is definitely going to be big in China and Russia. It's a Russian Chinese fantasy adventure film, a sequel to 2014. Yeah, okay, so there is a sequel, man. Yeah, dude. Okay. That this, this is a sequel. Man. Good God. The Just main film the main stars in the film aren't even Jackie Chan or Arnold Schwarzenegger, bro. <laughs> they're just side characters. Yeah, dude. They're, they're at just the side. bottom, dude. They're side characters just in the movie. That's fucking hilarious. Holy shit. All right, man. Wanna talk about this other movie? <laughs> That's twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, dude. The movie coming out with Mel Gibson. Oh no. Called Fat Man. (laughs) So Mel Gibson just plays a fucking deranged hardcore Santa Claus and people are trying to kill him, I guess. I didn't. Dude, yeah. Mel Gibson is a fucking stone cold hardcore Santa Claus. He's here to fuck. He didn't choose this life, it chose him. Yeah, exactly, man. You think being Santa Claus is easy? Think you didn't earn this position? Exactly. You think you're the first? <laughs> oh. I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? Yeah, man. You got like, is that. What? Did a kid grab a gun in this fucking movie? <laughs> was he supposed to be an elf? I don't fucking know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus in the movie Fat Man that is supposed to be releasing. I don't, have very, in very I don't have very many thoughts about this movie besides I'm not watching this. <laughs> Dude, we're watching, watching together, man. And right when I, right when I had that thought, I'm not watching this. Fat man appeared across my phone screen. You, you had Hubie <laughs> Halloween. Now get ready for Mel Gibson Christmas. Get ready. Get fucking ready, man. Yeah, apparently he gives a a kid a lump of coal, and the kid hires an assassin to go after Mel Gibson, who is Santa Claus. So the kid wants Santa Claus's head on a platter. But it's just Mel Gibson, and he's hard as fuck. And there's just a lot of machine guns. There's a lot of blood and shit going on. Man, if you ever wanted a hardcore-ass Santa movie, this is, I mean, Merry Christmas, you know? This is it. It already released November 13th. It just came out. Fucking check it out. This is just absolutely nuts, man. Wait, you you mean I could already be experiencing this masterpiece right now, dude? Yeah, honestly. Next time I hang out with Kelton, we're definitely watching this, and that's there's no. I'd no rather watch Iron Mask, it. bro. <laughs> that one's not happening. Never gonna watch that film. <laughs> I like a dude, Iron Mask, not even in the title, dude. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? DIY two doesn't journey need to China to doesn't need to be. <laughs> The plot summary doesn't even say Iron Mask, dude. (laughs) Dude, this movie's amazing, dude. Coming to a theater near you. Never. Never. I don't know what's going on with it. Unless you're Russian. (laughs) Anyway, last but not least, man, I want to get into some music real quick. Just want to talk about Masego, man. Masego, for those who don't know, 
Masego. You makes should some know. Really fucking nice, nice music, man. He's a this multi-instrumentalist, my... singer, and rapper. Out of the three songs you're covering, this is my favorite of the three. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. This is... I was... I've just been bumping. Oh, yeah. Masego always comes in with that saxophone, Masego kills the saxophone, man. Shreds it. He's also, like, just, like, a phenomenal singer, for one, and then just fucking kills it on the rapping, too. It's like, What was the song called? Oh, yeah, from Masego. The song that we're talking about right now is called Sides of Me, off of his new project, Studying Abroad. That actually just came out November 13th. Super fresh, super new, six-track project. All the songs are about the different phases of relationships that you go through. So if you're into that, I mean, even if you're not, you're probably going to be into this. Sides of me. Sides of me from Masego. Check that shit out. Masego's how I found FKJ and Tom Meesh, bro. I owe him everything. Dude, I, uh, I actually saw Masego live at What the Festival many years ago. Uh, I think four years ago. Maybe, maybe five even. But, and it was, before, like, it was before that uh, video with FKJ was going around. Oh, yeah, yeah, to now. Yeah, man, it was before that, man. There's pro- you probably got to see the Pink Polo EP, dude. That's fucking... I'm jealous. I'm not sure what it was, man. I don't know what it was. but And honestly, it was like... I was just... I was at What the Festival, and a buddy of mine named Alex was like, Yo, man, tonight at 2 a.m., this guy... I, and I didn't even catch his name, but he said Masego, and he was like, Yeah, he's playing at 2 a.m. at this stage, man. Super low key, like no one really knows about him yet, but he's really fucking good, um, you know. And so, like, I go to that stage at like two a.m. and surely enough, there's like, I mean, this is a what the festival, big festival in Oregon, and there's only like thirty people standing at this stage, right? And there's like, there's five or six other stages in the festival, right? And there's only like thirty people at this stage at two a.m. for Masego, and like, but it was such a good show, man. Like the dude's crowd interaction was amazing. And he, of course, had the sax up there. He was jamming. Nothing but good vibes the whole time. So, yeah. Masego, check him out. I mean, I just don't know how you couldn't love him. He's got great shit. Also, somebody who's got some great shit, Fouché. She fucking slays. She fucking went viral recently off of uh, TikTok. A song that she made got just just fucking thrown all over TikTok, right? And, uh, and it actually got thrown all over TikTok apparently before she even finished the song. The song is called Deep End by Fouché. Oh, um, okay, yeah, that's how I know her. Yeah, yeah, man. So that song, that song went viral on TikTok before she even finished and released a full version of it. Like, just nuts. And then it went, it went so fucking crazy that she was like, There was right, some, like, controversy. Because, like, uh... Mm-hmm. People were using that shit, and they didn't even know who made the audio. Yep. And yep. she finally like put up a little TikTok that was like, "Yo, this is my song. Yep. Like, this is me. Recognize me for like what I'm doing. Yep. And shit like that. And then people were like, "Oh shit, we gotta, gotta yeah. help her out." Yeah, man. Actually, and if you go on her Instagram and scroll down a little bit for Fouché, she puts she posts a whole thing that she's like, "Hey, yeah, like not a lot of people know this, but this song is actually mine, and it got thrown around TikTok." Like, went super viral. She's like, no one really knows, but this is my song. Like, I made this song, and uh, 
And if you scroll down like on her Instagram like far enough, you'll see she made a post that was like, yeah, I still need to finish this. Like, you know, like this is my song, still not finished yet. So I'm thinking like hopefully I can get a music video put together. And then sure enough, she releases a sick ass music video. Fucking kills it. Song is great. But the song that came out from her super recently called Single as Fuck. Man, that shit's super jamming. I'm fucking with it. Especially because so I'm single as fuck. Kellen can't, <laughs> yeah, Kellen can't relate. I'm going to say yeah, it's Kellen. my least favorite song. I didn't like it at all, honestly. <laughs> That's all right, Kellen. <laughs> I didn't like how high-pitched. I don't know, dude. I skipped through it. Oh, I fuck with it. I fuck with it heavily. Touche. She's killing it. Also, last song. Last song I'm going to talk about. Devin, you want to dive into this? Little gal dive. Oh, yeah. Gal we got, we got gal dive. I just recently found these guys. They're a little indie electronic duo. Yeah. They got so many jazz elements and shit in there uh it's just a chick she's a vocalist and a dude osvaldo he's a composer music producer mm-hmm. they give off very gallimatious vibes mm-hmm. like the dude the dude that used to work with uh alina braz and shit like that yep. and i was actually yep. looking at their one of their <laughs> artist bios and uh it says which artists working today do you admire most and that's the gallimatious is actually referenced under there so oh nice nice Makes, Makes sense. sense. Yeah, man. Super, super nice. Really enjoyed that song. Good chill tracks, you know? Good, good chill tracks. But. Good chill. Yeah, anyway, I mean, that was shit. That was kind of a lot. We, we just, it's been going. But you know what? We're going to wrap it up there. Um, man, thanks to everyone for listening. Bro, you so, didn't prepare a game? T- what not the for fuck? this one, bro. It's going to start on episode gameless. two. There'll be a game. Gameless, gameless fucking misery. Episode Look, man, one. We missed a week. <laughs> <laughs> Gameless misery. We don't have uh, we don't have fun on episode one. <laughs> hey, we missed a week, man. There's a lot of fucking info. I've been waiting cover. 25 episodes to smash Devin to pieces. You've been waiting 20. You see, you could have created a game that you could have played with us for all no, of I season can't. one. I'm the Anyway. That was you know. a punching bag. There'll be a there'll be a game. Whatever, dude. I'm gonna come two. with the. Actually, you'll probably beat me because you know more shit about shit. Who knows? I might do something that Kelton doesn't know shit about. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, might, I, I be, might do a I game be, that doesn't require. I could be either of you in any of the games we've played because I remember so many times I'm listening to you guys. And I'm like, come on, bro. You don't know fucking Saving Private Fucking Ryan. <laughs> Man, yeah, that on. one fucked it's me on. up. That one <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Season two officially underway. We will be back on track, releasing episodes every Monday like we used to. Thank you so much for listening. Hope y'all oh, have a good oh, ass week. Oh. Also, before we go, uh, mm-hmm. thanks mm-hmm. for listening to uh, that finale. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude, season one finale. <laughs> Holy shit! Season one finale. If you listen to that, I have love. I have so much love for you. Oh my god! Because <laughs> that. Uh, if you listen to that, I'm sorry. That was a that was a piece of work. That was piece a whole art. piece of work. A whole piece of work. But oh. many more pieces of work. Many more pieces of art are on the way for season two. Season two. Season also, two. shout out to, yeah. shout out to Eric uh, for the new cover. He was the same person who made the the last cover. Uh, big time. Big time. Big time. Super pretty also, looking. I love it. Of course. Again, Krevins for the intro and outro. Intro and outro. Krevins on it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good week, sweet peas. Peace. Peace out.
Devin's a punching bag. Devin's a punching bag.